Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today, our host, Dr. Larry Spargimino, visits with author Terry James as we begin a brand new series, Tracking the Approaching Tribulation Storm. Our final conference of 2022 is a little over a month away. The second annual Las Vegas Prophecy Conference, November 19th and 20th at Sunrise Bible Church. Speakers include Pastor Billy Crone, Pastor Tom Hughes, Larry Stamm, Greg Patton, and Micah Van Hus. Make plans now to join us at Sunrise Bible Church in Las Vegas, November 19th and 20th. Registration is open. Visit swrc.com and click on Events or simply call 1-800-652-1144 and let us know you're coming to the second annual Las Vegas Prophecy Conference, November 19th and 20th. Don't be left out of this outstanding conference. Over 400 people have already registered. 1-800-652-1144. Or you can register online, swrc.com, and click on Events. Today's society and culture are increasingly saturated with evil, Genesis 6-level activity. Delusion and deception assault this generation. We only have to consider how this so-called woke insanity with its cancel culture is affecting people who have been inculcated with anti-God, anti-America as founded education. Today, author Terry James joins Watchmen on the Wall to present a vivid, in-depth picture of what is really going on. I have in my hand a new book titled Trajectory. Tracking the Approaching Tribulation Storm. There are chapters by 18 Bible prophecy experts writing on a variety of topics. They range from woke insanity to the U.S. military and what we learn from upside-down thinking flowing from a humanity that has turned its back on God. I'm visiting with Terry James, who is the general editor and also a very close personal friend. Brother Terry, thank you for this project and for your willingness to be on the show. Thank you so much, Brother Larry. It's always great to be with you in Southwest Radio Church. Well, you are a busy man writing your own books and being a general editor. You've done this for, what, 25 years or more? 30-some, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm an old guy, you know, like, <laughs> like some people we know. We're, I'm an old guy now, so I... The Lord's blessed. Yes, you've just brought a lot of scholars together, and you have good topics. There are significant signs in history that show when movement into the end of the church age toward Christ's return began, there was that acceleration. So what is the first of these signals that put humanity on the fast track, the trajectory, as you call it, toward the end of the age? Well, Dr. David Reagan of Christ in Prophecy now. He's uh, semi-retired. He's, he's writing mostly. But he did this great chapter, as he always does. And he believed that the beginning of this was probably with the Balfour Declaration in December, I believe it was, of 1917, when General Edmund Allaby came into... And I've heard of Dr. Hutchings talking about that. And um, so they, just as the Bible predicted, they actually went into Jerusalem without any blood being shed at all to uh, more or less begin Israel's comeback into modernity as a nation. Right. So the Balfour Declaration, according to Dr. Reagan, and I tend to agree, was kind of in terms of modern thinking when Israel came back, and that's kind of the beginning, I think, of perhaps the end. 
Right, and we see so much going on today. My, I've been here at Southwest Radio Church from 1998 to the present, and when I first came, you know, the things that we're talking about today, I did not think I would ever see in my lifetime, but they're staring us in the face, so we are on a fast track. Well, Terry, what are some of the signals that show Daniel's end times flood is about to deluge this generation? Oh, I believe it's Daniel chapter 2, and we see the very formation, I believe, that uh, metallic image that he saw that Daniel interpreted for him, and Nebuchadnezzar saw in his dream, chapter 2 of Daniel. I believe right down close to the feet and toes of that image, in that the very last vestiges of this new world order coming together, and I think that's, that's where we are, and I believe that's this world economic forum and all these things we see developing, all the technologies for it. The other day I heard that they're now talking about being able to inject a specific chip and so forth underneath the hand and underneath the skin to bring in this digital currency because they think that, you know, the world currencies are all out of whack and they want to control everything and this is the way to do it. Well, that's Revelation 13, verses 16 through 18, buying and selling through marks and numbers. And that's one thing we really see developing. I think that's sticking in my mind is something that is bringing us into the very time of the tribulation, I believe. Right, a digital currency. That gives me the creeps. That is a device of total control. For example, if Blow Joe wanted to support your ministry or my ministry and wanted to send money, they could cancel that, delete our account, just write us off. That's horrible. And I know some people think it's a good idea. I think it's a bad idea. Yeah, we've seen what the cancel culture can do, and oh, yeah. we've developed that. A broad spectrum of our culture accepts that, and it's very frightening. You can just cancel somebody. And that's what it says. You either tow the mark, according to Revelation 13, or you simply cut out the system. Right. Neither can they buy or sell, except they uh, take the mark, the number, of the name. Right. And we can see that developing on the horizon very swiftly. I think one of the things that that is very troubling to me is that there are so many people who just go along with this. And you think, don't you see what's going on? And in fact, yeah, yeah, I think that's one of the blessings of studying Bible prophecy. If they knew the Bible, if they, what we're talking about, they would say, hey, this is wrong. I'm, I'm not going along with this kind of stuff. And I think it's so sad that so many churches today are neglecting uh, the book of Revelation and speaking about the end times. But Bible prophecy, just they want to ignore it because it's too troublesome or they feel <laughs> depressed there are people in the pews or something. And, well, God says, you know, we should teach the whole word to the whole world. And particularly, I think the people sitting in the pews need to know where we're standing right now. Yes, absolutely. Well, Terry, what part might the recent pandemic with the masking of the world and the vaccine mandates play in the fulfillment of Bible prophecy. Of course, I think it's control, and it is setting in people's minds the need and the desire to be compliant to what uh, those in power want because they're just doing it for our best interest, you know. And what are the weight and fear of somebody's life developing a disease that's deadly and so forth? And it's been way, way overplayed, I believe. And so I think compliance and control, that is what you're talking about when it comes to what they're doing. Of course, we like peace. We don't want to see war. We don't want to see civilians being killed and so forth. But talk about the calls for peace in the Middle East, and why is that so dangerous? Well, it's dangerous because that's what 
God says, that, well, it's going to happen. Joel chapter 3, verse 2 says, you know, because you've divided my land, I'm going to bring the whole world into the valley of Jehoshaphat. And that's exactly where we're headed. Uh, God says that's what's going to really bring on his wrath and judgment. It says, Daniel chapter 9, verse 26, 27, right in there, says that because the Antichrist, the guy that will come on the scene, that will be Satan's man, the son of perdition, will make a covenant, and it will be with Israel, and it will be the division of God's land. And, and of course, in, again, Joel chapter 3, verse 2, it says that because of this, because you divided my land, that's what's at the basis of almost every peace plan that's offered in there. Right. You've got to divide up Jerusalem. You've got to divide up Israel. You've got to give the Palestinians. Well, that's God's land, and that he's, very, he's a jealous God when it comes to that. That's right. his chosen land and his chosen people. And this is one thing he will not abide. Well, what about the movement toward globalism? I think we see a lot of that. Certainly the Democrat Party is against having a border, closing the border, and so forth. So how does that movement toward globalism fit into the trajectory and acceleration toward the end of the age? Well, these men who have written these chapters for this book, Trajectory, have very well covered these topics, what causes this. And, of course, we see it through the entire treatment of the Trump administration. He came in as somebody who's an outsider. He called it the swamp, of course. He's going to clean out the swamp, which unfortunately he didn't have time to do, and I don't think it's going to be possible to really do it. But the swamp is in control of the trajectory America is on, and and the trajectory is to join uh, eventually the globalist mindset. America is the apex nation of the world, as I know you agree, Larry. I mean, no other nation of all of history has even come close to being as materially blessed as the United States and creatively blessed, with the exception of Israel, of course. And Israel, Israel not, not nearly materially blessed like the United States, but certainly more spiritually. But America was spiritually blessed from our foundation. And now we see this whole movement, this is total seeming concentration on America. They've got to bring America's sovereignty under their own control. Right. And I think that's what it's all about. We see it just, just moving in that direction. Each one of these men have done great jobs in these chapters on covering that whole movement. We're visiting with Terry James, and we're talking about the book Trajectory, Tracking the Approaching Tribulation Storm. Brother Terry is the general editor, and we're kind of taking a bird's-eye view of the topics and what's happening in our world today and how it fits and lines up with Bible prophecy. You know, Terry, climate change is proclaimed by the globalist agenda to be destroying the planet due to man-made pollution and so forth. Some believe this means in prophetic terms that the literal geophysical elements will be raging. However, there are some prophecy scholars and students who believe that Jesus' prophecy about the seas and the waves roaring refers to the seas of people. Are we supposed to look for the literal seas and waves roaring or peoples of the earth roaring like the literal seas? I think it's it's probably both. Of course, the seas raging, we see that. We see Black Lives Matter and Antifa and all this kind of stuff. In Canada, we saw protests and legitimate protests, I believe, across all of Europe we've seen protests as the economy tanks and so forth. And same in the United States, where I think the reason I was talking about earlier to bring America into compliance with the New World Order crowd, but we see the seas just absolutely roaring in the streets. I think we're going to see a lot more of it, too. But in that sense, yeah, Jesus was talking about the seas and the waves will be roaring. But I think also he was talking about maybe the geophysical elements as well, and particularly get more into the tribulation era. 
because, you know, Jesus told, as he was writing in Jerusalem for his crucifixion on the day when he was accepted, he came in as their Messiah, and of course they rejected him, but as he was coming in, the people were praising him because all they'd seen him do, and they knew his reputation of having healed and preached and all these, so they were praising him, and the Judaizers, you know, they'd want him to shut up, you know, that's taking away their power. He said, tell Jesus to please, you know, just make them stop praising you and all this kind of thing. I tell you the truth, he said, if I made them stop praising me now, the very rocks would cry out. That's mm-hmm. the physical creation would cry out that he is the king of kings and the coming Messiah and, and all that kind of thing. So I think we're seeing some of that, too. I think that the further man gets from from praising God, and certainly, boy, Romans chapter 1, verse 28, is just right in front of us. The more we see happening in this world today is man turning his back on God and as man turns his back on God, God says, I'll turn you over to a reprobate mind. I think we see the reprobate mind at the very top of our American government. Right, right. You know, mm. can't think straight, can't talk mm. straight, can't do anything right. Everything is black. Black is white and white is black. And Jesus said that's just the way it would be the more people turn their backs on me. So the geophysical and mm. the human seas are roaring. Right. Well... You know, as I look at Bible prophecy, I'm thinking of Revelation 14, where it says her grapes are fully ripe. You know, this is describing how things are so ripe, so ready for everything to unfold. And I think it's imperative that people get a book like Trajectory, tracking the approaching tribulation storm. You're the general editor of that. And I think it behooves people to know what's going on today in the world and to see what the Bible says about it. And I think if they get your book right here, Trajectory, they will see that there's an amazing correspondence between what the Bible is speaking about and what is going on today in our world. And I think Bible prophecy is so important for reminding us that the Bible is the inerrant, Holy Spirit-inspired Word of God. But Terry, the Apostle John in Revelation writes about a religious entity that will come on the scene to bring great evil and wickedness upon the world. Talk a bit about that system and whether we can see movement even today in that direction. I think we do see that. That is, you're talking about the false prophet as he will come on the scene and this sort of thing. In Revelation chapter 13, he's the second beast, as it talks about in Revelation, the Antichrist, the first beast, comes up out of the sea, the sea of humanity. And I think in the false prophet comes up out of the land. A lot of people believe that means he will be a Jew, an apostate Jew, or a Jew. I don't know that for sure. I can't verify that, but that's been the general things I've heard. But he will point all worship and aggrandizement to this first beast, the Antichrist. And I think it's all part of the great deception that's going to be. I think that he's going to call fire to come down from heaven, it says, in front of the beast, the image of the beast that he will create and cause fire to come down from heaven. And my own thinking is that that's Revelation chapter 12 when Satan and his angels, fallen angels, are kicked out of heaven for the last time. And it says he comes down to earth, will be under the heavens of the earth. For uh, Satan has come down and he's full of wrath because he knows his time is short. I think that's going to be probably when the false prophet calls that fire down. And so he's going to be a great religious leader who's going to, I guess, amalgamate many of the religions that we see coming together today. And and every one of these things say there are many ways to God. And even the Pope, Catholic Pope, has yes. uh, preached many times that there's many ways to God. And even atheists are going to be in heaven 
and this is just anti-God. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. I, I have a few Catholic friends. Of course, we disagree on some things, to say the least, but they're very unhappy with this pope, to say the least. And we have several Catholics who listen to our show. So how glad we are that we have the Word of God to teach us and to keep us from error. But let's talk about money a little bit. The Bible says that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Prophecy tells that a monetary system will be at the heart of the control of the peoples of the earth during the last seven years of history leading to Christ's second coming. So, Terry, can you tell us about this and how it might fit within the trajectory planet Earth is on at the present time? Well, Henry Kissinger, I know some people are familiar with his saying that political power is absolute aphrodisiac. And I think that is gives men the greatest thrill. Well, money buys power. So my power and money are mixed. And we see today that most of this New World Order crowd are made up of people who uh, the human minions, now it's Ephesians six twelve on steroids. I mean, you have the demonic minions of Satan, and then you have the human minions that are cohorts, wittingly or unwittingly, with them. And they're the big money power people. They love power. They, they are power brokers. They put together this thing, you know, they said, we'd like to get the world pared down to, what, what is it, Larry, a 500 million people, I think? Yeah, right. So that they'll have complete control, and I guess most of those people left will be their personal serfs or whatever. But, yeah, we see that, and we see it again in Revelation 13, verses 16 through 18. We see this system. Antichrist will cause all to take this mark and to come under the system of compliance and control, or else they're going to be cut out of the system and starve, or even if they reject his number and name, will eventually be beheaded, many of them. So money is right at the center of everything, the love of money, and we see these billionaires more or less colluding to bring about the World Economic Forum and all of these things. Yeah, there's some dangerous characters out there. I've often said that so many people in political power today in our country, those who are on the left, don't know what's going on. They are useful idiots. They think that their fortunes will be preserved and that somehow they will get a crown of gold. They really won't. They'll be very disappointed. They'll be hiding in their caves is what the Bible says. <laughs> yeah, fall on us and hide us from yeah. the wrath of the Lamb, as That's we right. read so. Well, Brother Terry, thank you so much. Always a blessing to have you on the show. We'll have much more on this approaching tribulation storm next time. In our Resource Center today, we're featuring Terry James's book, Trajectory, Tracking the Approaching Tribulation Storm. This book features 18 Bible prophecy experts offering a vivid, in-depth picture of what's happening. Order your copy of Trajectory today when you call 1-800-652-1144 or order online swrc.com. Now, here's Ministry President Dr. Kenneth Hill with some encouragement from God's Word. Let's go to prayer, and then we will be in 2 Timothy chapter 2. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for loving us with a love that is everlasting and never fails. Thank you for salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord. Thank you that we have an advocate with the Father, the man Christ Jesus, and that we can come before your throne as we are just now, bringing our petitions, 
our adoration, our thanksgiving, and our praise to the one who deserves all praise, our Heavenly Father. Now, Lord, teach us today from your word. Give us an understanding, a clear understanding of your word that we might teach others as well. And I thank you for all that you do for us. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 2 Timothy chapter 2. I'm going to begin reading in verse 10. Therefore, I endure all things for the elect's sake, that they may also obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. It is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we believe not, yet he abideth faithful, he cannot deny himself. Of these things put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord that they strive not about words to no profit, but to the subverting of hearers. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness, and their word will eat as doth a canker, of whom is Hymenius and Philetus, who concerning the truth of erred, saying that the resurrection is past already and overthrow the faith of some. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his, and let every one that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and earth, and some of honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. That's down through verse 21 of Second Timothy chapter 2. My verse that I would want to study more upon than any other verse or spend more time is verse 15, and it's the one that everybody seems to talk about when they get in this chapter. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Well, that's very important. It is the positive. We are to study to show ourselves approved unto God. We are to understand that with our study will come the ability to rightly divide God's word. And so we're supposed to do that. But in the 16th verse comes a negative for us. But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. 
And then he gives the name of two individuals who have gone that way. They have accepted profane and vain babblings. And the apostle says, these things will increase unto more ungodliness. And so don't go down that path. Well, how can we study the Word of God? Well, there's several ways you can do it. And those who truly study the Word of God do so not to make a show, and not to bring somebody to think that they are something special, but they study to show themselves approved unto God. And that's who they show their study skills to, That's God, not man, but God. And when we study the Word of God and rightly divide the Word of God, then we will not have the problem with this profane babbling that goes on with those that do not study the Scripture properly. And so as we look at verses 10 through 14, we see that these faithful sayings are given to us because we are being prepared to live for Jesus Christ. And then the command is given to study, to show ourselves approved unto God. That command is given because we want to be faithful And God tells us how we can be faithful. That's by studying God's word. You begin by knowing Jesus Christ as your Savior. You receive the gift of salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit of God will work in your life to teach you the word as you read the word. So we begin by being under the blood of Jesus Christ, saved by him, and we continue by reading the word of God and seeing what it says to us about various things dealing with this world and the next. And when we do that, when we study the Word of God, then we become fit to be used by God Almighty in His service. And it is true that when you study the Word, you become fit. May it be for you, my friend, that you will become fit in the service of the Lord by studying God's own word. In our resource center today, we're featuring the book Trajectory, Tracking the Approaching Tribulation Storm. This brand new book features 18 Bible prophecy experts offering a vivid in-depth picture of what is happening in the world today. Contributors include Terry James, Tim Moore, David Reagan, Tom Horn, Thomas Hughes, Jeff Kinley, Alan Franklin, and many more, a total of 18 Bible prophecy experts offering their insight and analysis. Order your copy of Trajectory today when you call 1-800-652-1144. 
or order online swrc.com. Tomorrow on Watchmen on the Wall, Jeff Kinley will offer his take on the trajectory of the approaching tribulation storm. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station by downloading our SWRC mobile app or by subscribing to our daily Watchmen on the Wall podcast. Watchmen on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit SWRC.com.